All right, welcome to the Shout Out SoCal podcast. We hope it'll become a part of your daily routine because in just 15 minutes a day, you'll learn two lessons, two life lessons, one for your personal life, one for your professional life from some of the most intelligent, brilliant, inspiring entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives in town. All right, all right. So we've got a very special guest on the pod today. But before I introduce you to today's guest, I just want to ask folks who are loving our podcast to hit that subscribe button. It means the world to us. We really appreciate it. Or leave us a review. We'll be picking out some of the reviews to shout out on future episodes. So tell us who you are, what you do, what you love about the pod. And uh, we'll try to give you a shout out. So today on the pot, we have Mackenzie Belcastro, novelist and mindset coach. And she's always had a massive imagination. And when she was younger, her older sister knew how much of a Harry Potter fan she was. And she convinced her sister that, um, or her sister convinced her that she was, that Harry Potter was real and that she was going to go to Hogwarts and she believed her and, you know, turns out having a vivid imagination plays pays massive dividends when you grow up and pursue a creative path. And, and so, you know, it's, it's really cool to see all of that playing out for Mackenzie. And so Mackenzie, thank you so much for joining us. Let's kick off with your story. Tell our listeners in your own words, how you got to where you are today. <laughs> oh, and that makes me laugh so much. Just hearing that story about Harry Potter. <laughs> Yeah, it's so wonderful just to actually hear it framed in that way with respect to imagination um, being such an asset. Because, you know, I think a huge part of my story is the fact that when I was younger, um, I really was a little bit um, ashamed, I suppose, in a way of of that wild uh, imagination. I just I made, thought it made me weird. I didn't even really view it as imagination. So when I was like 21, the age that you graduate university, I took you know a normal desk job. I was really not tuned into my creativity whatsoever. Um, but very, very quickly, I realized that that job wasn't for me. It was... Um, you know, very, very much evidenced by the fact that my mental health went south quick, um, though I also wasn't really aware of what that was. I just knew that I was really sad and um, not excited about life. And so kind of fast forwarding, I ended up quitting my job and going back to school. And it was the very first time that I was surrounded by creatives because um, I went to a fashion school and um, that had been the world that I knew at the time most because I'd been an intern um, in my undergrad, but in the journalism sphere. Um, so as I said, like I, I wasn't tuned into like my creativity, but that was more so post-university. And um, But yeah, previously I'd been really much wrapped up in the yeah journalistic side of fashion and so going back to school and being surrounded by all these creatives was so eye-opening for me. And I just realized that um, I really connected with them. And it kind of, you know, it was this beginning spark, if you will, that encouraged me to look at myself and consider like, maybe I'm creative because I didn't really associate myself with that term. I was still in like the business side of things when I went back to school, but I was suddenly friends with designers. And I think all like over time, it really inspired me to 
to just tap into a different part of myself, but it was very gradual. So post-school, I ended up going to work in the fashion industry and quickly also found that this job didn't suit me either. And it was at that point that I had a bit of an identity crisis because I'd only really known myself as passionate about that industry. So when I realized it was very fast and um, it led me to a burnout that I just realized was unsustainable for myself, I really had to look in. And it was really at that point that I came to writing Um, starting with freelance writing and of course having other jobs on the side because as a newbie freelancer without any business um, knowledge of of like that industry um, it's very hard so uh, so yeah I worked at a gallery for a while ultimately what ended up happening is that I began uh, you know understanding the business of freelance writing starting to charge more for my work and ended up going and being my own boss and that was that was liberating. I think it was truly at that point in time where I started to go down this path of personal development and self-growth while simultaneously also working on a novel. So it was really part and parcel. And the novel came from a sort of unexpected moment in time in which I'd met a literary agent and she'd asked me, you know, what book was I working on? And it was truly then, it was kind of a random question, but it really sparked me to think, what book could I be working on? Because I didn't have an answer because I wasn't working on a book at the time. But it really inspired me, that simple question. And ever since then, I've been working on my first book. I actually just finished today, finally, after three and a half years. Um, and emailed it to another li- another literary agent, the one who I've been in contact with as of more um, recently. And yeah, that's been such a journey. I could go on forever about that journey. Um, it was supposed to be published already in January and then some things happened. I had, my publisher fell off. And anyway, so here I am now. It's been a very long journey, um, a novel writing journey alongside, as mentioned, a entrepreneurial, starting with freelance and now in the entrepreneurial space. So yeah, I've just learned so much. I'm so grateful for the path. It's been completely unstable and unpredictable and at times so stressful and isolating and all that good stuff. But truly, I'm so grateful for all, all the moments. And I just know that it's fed my soul and it's it's helped other people as well when I've been able to share along the way. So, All right. So uh, really appreciate you sharing that with us. And it really helps to kind of set a foundation for uh, for us, but more importantly for the audience. Um, and so definitely really appreciate you sharing all of that with us, but let, let's jump into kind of the heart of things. We tell people that in just a few minutes a day, this podcast is going to deliver you two incredible lessons from someone who's really smart, really talented, who's been there, done that and has some wisdom to drop. And so, um, let's start with the lesson from your professional life. What, what's a lesson that you've learned and, uh, what's the backstory? I love this question and it's really because I think the biggest, biggest lesson that I learned in my professional life is is so important and it's really all about asking for help. So a lot of people I feel especially like creatives, we a, a huge portion of us love to, you know, create our own life and with that comes a lot of, um, at least I should speak for myself, came like in large part from a desire for control over my life. And as a young person, I didn't understand so much that I could still create my own life and um, have that, um, I don't need to even say control anymore, but really that that autonomy over my life um, 
while asking others for help. <laughs> so I just in all honesty, I feel like I had like this misunderstanding as well as like a mix of ego in there that really prevented me when I was younger from from getting to a more financially stable place where um yeah, I I ended up getting coaching, but you know, it it took a few years and so it was probably the first, I want to say the first two and a half to three years of my journey, I was really winging it. And I listened to podcasts, but really getting hands-on help and, and and making yourself vulnerable to something like a coach or it doesn't have to be a coach, you know, it could just be a mentor, but really being vulnerable, you know, because I thought that I was and I, I had these um, humans in my life who I viewed as mentors, but I was never really unguarded enough to be like, hey, I'm really struggling with this. Um, what are your words of wisdom? I would more sit in their presence, soak up their wisdom that they would share freely, but I wouldn't ask too many questions because I didn't want to make myself quote unquote look bad. So I think um, humbling oneself and being, you know, confident in yourself enough to ask those ahead of you um, for help is so vital and it doesn't make you unintelligent. In fact, it actually makes you quite intelligent. And I think when we ask for help, we just open ourselves up to so much growth and such quicker growth as well. Not that things need to be fast. Um, and everything in divine timing, but I do think that it helps just in terms of so many, so many aspects, notably our, our mental health, because when we get help, we feel less alone. We, as I said, can become more financially stable, and all of this is so vital for just living a flourishing life. And how about a lesson and story from your personal life? You know what? I think that my answer to this would be very similar to the previous question, so... In terms of personal life lessons, I think the biggest thing I really learned, especially when compared to, you know, myself in high school, I do think this is a lesson I learned a few years ago, but, um, and it may be as cliche and said a lot, but I think it's just so important to learn to embrace fully who you are um, and let go of trying to make certain people approve of you or like you and realize that the people who are coming into your life when you are who you are are the people who are meant for you and not judging that and truly accepting that because those are your those are your people those are your tribe and it's so powerful when you have really real deep connections with other humans and it's it's truly life-changing I think we can feel really alone a lot of the time when we have the wrong people around us so learning um through whatever means that you you will how to how to accept yourself how to be who you are and it's going to take practice and it's going to take time and there's going to be layers that fall off but it's um it's a really powerful and truly life-changing thing so that that really applies to platonic uh, friendships as well as romantic so i really just think that this this way if we can um this lesson rather um if we can really really accept it and embrace it can be the most transformational one um probably of our entire lives all right perfect so uh, you know really appreciate you sharing all of these stories with us and the wisdom and the knowledge and the insight all of that really really appreciate it uh before we go what's the best way for our audience to reach out or learn more um, or just even just simply show their support 
Yeah, my pleasure. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. And I would say probably the easiest way is through Instagram. I'm quite active on there. I love it. It's such a fun platform to me. So uh, my username there is just Mac, M-A-C-K, Belcastro, B-E-L-C-A-S-T-R-O. Um, and or my hub at home, like online, where you can basically find everything is MackenzieBelcastro.com. So quite easy. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you to everyone who tuned in today. We sincerely appreciate your time and we hope you'll subscribe, tell others about the podcast. And if you haven't already, please leave us a review. It means the world to us. All righty. See y'all again soon.